This is your Sussex County chiropractor, Dr. Will Holdsworth from Pain Relief Chiropractic, and this podcast is titled The Link Between Breathing and Posture. If someone said that suboptimal breathing patterns and problems associated with posture and trunk stability are related, what would you say? Does it sound pretty far-fetched? There are many factors that can result in both faulty respiration and poor posture, including poor exercise tolerance, like being out of shape, dyspnea, which is shortness of breath, poor chest expansion, poor neuromuscular control of core and pelvic floor muscles, diaphragm issues like having a hernia, muscle shortness, poor pressure output, increased lumbar lordosis, and low back pain. This is because several of the muscles that help control posture and stabilize the core, such as the thoracic diaphragm, transverse abdominis, and the pelvic floor muscles, are also involved in the breathing process. One of the most critical and overlooked factors is the ability to maintain an optimal zone of apposition of the diaphragm. This refers to the dome or the umbrella part of the diaphragm and its attachments to the lower rib cage. The optimal zone of apposition is important because it is largely controlled by the abdominal muscles and plays a role in how much air you can take in while breaking or maximal respiration. While the optimal zone of apposition is decreased or not optimum, the result is inefficient breathing, less air in and out, and reduced activation of the transverse abdominus muscle, important for both respiration and low back stabilization. A suboptimal optimal zone of apposition can be the result of a combination of increased curve in the low back, which is called a hyperlordosis, long abdominal muscles, just having a large belly, long hamstring muscles, causing a forward pelvic tilt, and or a weak pelvic floor. The following is a therapeutic exercise that promotes optimal posture and finely tunes the neuromotor control of the deep abdominals, diaphragm, and pelvic floor. First step is to lie on your back and put your feet on a wall with both knees and hips bent at 90 degrees. Second step, place a small, like four to six inches, ball between your knees. The third step is to place your right arm above your head and place a balloon in your mouth with the left hand. Fourth step, inhale through the nose and simultaneously perform a posterior pelvic tilt which is flattening your low back into the floor or a mat that you're on. While pulling downward with your heels as if to bend your knees, don't push against into the wall and gently squeeze the ball with your knees. Fifth step is to inhale through the nose and exhale or blow slowly into the balloon. Then pause for three seconds by pressing the tongue to the roof of your mouth to prevent blowing into the balloon. Sixth step, without pinching the neck of the balloon and while keeping your tongue placed on the roof of your mouth, inhale again through the nose without the balloon deflating. Relax and repeat the sequence four more times. While blowing into the balloon, do not strain your neck or your cheeks. After the fourth breath in, pinch the balloon neck and remove it from your mouth and let the air out of the balloon. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This is your Sussex County Chiropractor. Dr. Will Holdsworth from Pain Relief Chiropractic.